0: 98.7 FM, Arizona Sports
1: Station. Burns and Gambo. Alright,
0: we're going to take you up until 6 o'clock at, a, at a, a, a tweet from Roots. What do you think, uh, Gambo, what do you think the D-backs should do with their log jam in the outfield? I respect your opinion and appreciate an answer. Look, you can play four guys a lot. Okay? Thomas, Carroll, McCarthy, and Varsho can all get a lot of play in time. Four guys could get plenty of play in time but oh, they they want more stone no, oh,
2: St- they, but but they here's, Stone, but Stone
0: could be Stone could be your DH. Stone could DH. He yeah. could DH, and he could get some days when you're facing a really tough lefty. You could give these. You can give the because the thing with all the other four guys is they're all left-handed they're left, hitters. I know they're left-handed. Stone advanced. Garrett's the only. So you could get Stone Garrett some time in the outfield against a tough lefty and play two other guys, or Stone could be your DH. But I don't think this. I don't think like I don't think this is a big problem. And I like a lot of people are worrying about it. Man, how are the Diamondbacks going to get – guys got like all these great outfielders now. All of a sudden, yeah. I mean, think where they were just a year ago. Think where they were two years ago. Go look at those outfields. You know, Now they've got a chance for something really special. Maybe the best outfield defense in baseball, the best speed in the outfield. But I do – I think they, it'll be the best outfield defense. But I don't think there's – like you don't have to – three guys aren't playing – 162 games. And they no, all like what? each other too. Like they're all friends. They get along. They're rooting for each other. They're yeah. like, Ghost Stone. But you don't, like, you can easily get four guys. All the games in the at-bats. It's You want to extend it to five? Now that becomes hard. So I don't think that's an issue. Look, you know, and you have the DH available too. So you could always get guys games as, as a DH to give them a day off from the field. You don't want somebody playing 162 games. That doesn't happen anymore. So I don't really think that that's an issue that they won't be able to get all five guys, four guys plenty of at-bats.
2: No, and there's also... Listen, if you're thinking two years down the road, like, hey, let's say these guys are all fantastic. What are we going to do? We have four or five. Listen, there's always the option to trade one of these guys for a piece that you need, either in your bullpen, i.e. a closer or maybe a a number two starter to help your team kind of get that final piece. To make a run at a World Series, so this is a good problem to have. Now, I brought it up earlier. I mean, the, the the Cubs stockpiled positional players as they rebuilt, and then when they needed a closer to win a World Series, they traded one heck of a for shortstop prospect in Gleber Torres to the Yankees mm-hmm. for Chapman. Yep. Now the long-term implications of that trade haven't been great for the Cubs, but if you're the well, Cubs, Torres
0: is kind of he has not been good the last two years, but. But he was good in the beginning. And, and more than just
2: a one year rental, With but. And Chapman
0: but, ended up back with the Yankees anyway.
2: And they, but the Cubs won that World Series. They did. Now, that's one example. But the point being is, you can't, you can never, you can never not have enough, too many great players, right? And if, and if the D backs are overstocked in their outfielder and their outfielder. Well, they'll
0: address it then.
2: All these guys pan out to be all star caliber guys.
0: Right, they're, 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 but a, here's the thing: like so many times, you say that and it doesn't happen. And it doesn't. Yeah, but these guys, like, you, don't you get more of a feeling like it really is going to pan out? Like, oh, if all those guys pan out, okay, that's always the biggest if in sports because it never happens. But now you're looking at Thomas, you're looking at Carroll, you're looking at McCarthy, and even Varsha, like. Yeah, I think these guys are all really good. Now, I would say that the ceiling is higher for, for Carroll and Thomas yeah. and then McCarthy and then Varsho. But I like Varsho, too. But I think the ceiling's higher for Carroll and Thomas. But, like, do I think all of these guys? Yeah. Like, I think they're all going to pan out. I think they're all really good players. Chances, so, are, like, but but chances
2: are they're not all four guys are not going to be perennial all-stars. So I think, no. that, I think that will work out.
0: I mean, you could make the Can you into, imagine that? And <laughs> the starting outfield for the National League right. in the 2027 All-Star Game. You've got Jake McCarthy in left, Alec right. Thomas in center, and you've got Corbin Carroll in right. Can you imagine that? Right. Like that's your starting. These guys are just good. They're just good. Another guy said to me, uh, Tad said, hey, it feels like Cattell is an afterthought on this young, exciting team. It's crazy. They yeah, forgot about him. He's right. bat, but he's batting two fifty. He hasn't had a good year. Cattel Marte's batting two fifty with ten home runs. He's had four hundred at bats. He's got ten home runs. He's batting two fifty. Like I like, he's still twenty eight years old, and he's a nice piece for them going forward. But these, the, you know, he was the face of this franchise. That's going to change. He's not going to be the face of this franchise for much longer. I'd like to if think, he's even the
2: face now. I'd like to think it's it's just a bad year for him. Right, and it, gonna, I think
0: so too. He's a good
2: player. He's going to return to the yes. mean. Mean next year, yeah. But it's a, listen these, I mean, These these kids. We don't know how it's going to turn out. But right, I mean, right now, I, they're a joy to watch. They're a joy to watch run the bases, play the outfield, play defense. They look like they're having a blast out there, and that makes. I talked about this with the Suns a lot too this past regular season. It became appointment viewing because they were just fun to watch. They never gave up on a game. Every game they played to win. You're starting to get that feeling with this Diamondbacks team. I just every every game is fun. And, and honestly I with the Diamondbacks baseball I cannot wait to go
0: home and watch the game tonight. It hasn't been like that much in the last 4 I, or 5 years. I think that but it also hasn't been like that all year. Like this you didn't have the excitement of wanting to watch a, a Diamondbacks baseball game 6 weeks ago. Like real like honestly like there was like there was a time when you were like, okay. Well, like, thank God training camp is underway. Okay, when we was losing to the Giants, how long ago was they getting their asses kicked by the Giants? Like, It's just, I think the, the excitement of Corbin Carroll coming up, some of the incredible plays by Alec Thomas in center, Jake McCarthy getting hit, like all of a sudden, I, I think it's kind of relatively, I don't think it's, I don't think we've been sitting there every night at the edge of our seats wanting to watch Diamondback baseball all year long. I think we got excited about it in the beginning, and then there was a lull. But I think it's like now it's like, man, it's just, they won five games in a row, swept the White Sox. They, they're kicking the crap out of the Phillies. These kids are good. I, I And and, and Lavello has embraced this youth movement. I think it's relatively the last couple of weeks that I think there's more excitement about watching the team. That's why Torrey tonight, like get – get Carroll
2: and Thomas in the lineup i i i i you know you you you're riding this wave of excitement the buzz is palpable in the city people are like hey look, i i i i have been hearing about Corbin Carroll i might want to watch the game tonight hell i might want to go to the game tonight let's take the kids <laughs> see corbin carroll not in the lineup like come on man you're on a winning streak this guy's this guy's hitting the baseball he's running the bases
0: a buzz is kind of well you got to remember Carroll didn't play last year I know. So but you, just, you've got, it's you've got, a, this I know, but it's, year a classic, it's a
2: classic read the room. Come on. He just, they're on a winning streak. He's the talk they're of the city. They're playing on adrenaline. People are, want people want to watch. People want to see. I mean, there's some of this is entertainment. Like, let's, 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 let's ride the streak. Let's put this kid out there again. I and mean, people have a reason to watch Diamondbacks baseball. I'm sure he has his reasons. Maybe he's looking at the percentages and who's pitching and what,
0: what this, this. And you got to get some other guys in and give other guys an but opportunity. People want to see
2: Corbin Carroll uh, play
0: baseball tonight. Uh, I know. Listen, I know. I know. I mean, I get it too. I like I, but even with that, like this team's playing really good baseball right now. And, and unless it's a day the Bumgarner's pitching, then obviously you know and they still might win. I mean, i though, that we're not. Yeah, there, been they were down they, seven nothing the other day. They came back and won, right? Uh,
2: and they still might win with with, with Bumgarner and Thomas on the bench tonight. But it's it's just I don't know, just from a from, from a from a entertainment standpoint, fan standpoint. I'd like to see those guys in the lineup.
0: Here's tonight. the key. Here's the key. They cannot. Make the mistakes. That they've made in the past with players, you cannot make the Yasmani Tomas mistake, the Madison Bumgarner mistake, if you're going to keep this team together for the long haul. Okay, this is not a big market team. You want to pay? All, you want to pay these guys? That's great, but you can't have like an albatross contract that's that's taking up 25 percent of the team's payroll hanging over your head. That's something that they can't afford to do. The quarterback room for the Arizona for the Arizona Cardinals changed quite a bit. Do we feel more comfortable that? They're going to be able to get through the season or not. We'll talk about that next on 98.7 FM, Arizona Sports Station.
2: 98.7 FM,
0: Arizona Sports Station. Burns and Gambo. Tony La Russa out indefinitely. Unspecified medical issue. So the 77-year-old... Former, what was he here? He was a GM, and he was. He, no, a GM like and the, he was like no, the. They gave C, him a. They gave him a. Stewart was the G. The yeah, GM. Yeah, they gave
2: him kind of a made-up title like baseball CEO, like right.
0: King. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, in charge of everything. So White Sox manager Tony La Russa out indefinitely. What well, we got our eye on this right now too, Serena Williams in the uh, first uh, first set it's a tie break right now in the first set she's playing the number 2 ranked woman in the world from Estonia um and uh it's 6-6 six, 1-1 six, one, one in the in the tie break this is the US Open and this is the final US Open for Serena Williams so everybody almost everybody wants Serena Williams to go on this epic run in the US Open since it's probably most likely her last US Open they want her to do the oh uh, we just want her to, we just wanted i just wanted a the win.
2: female equivalent of the Jimmy Connors uh, performance mm-hmm. in uh, 1990 or uh,
0: 91 remember that? that i was of course I was, in, I was i was sports writer for newsday at that time that was unbelievable. when was went on that epic run to the semifinals of the U.S. Open. It was incredible. It was absolutely incredible. Jimmy Connors was like forty or 30, 38 years old or whatever he was. He seemed so old when to us s- back then. He was probably like 38. Yeah, I but that's name, old for tennis. If I, I'm just going to go by heart here. He beat Aaron Crickstein Yeah, Krikstein. Krikstein. He beat a bunch of guys. Run. I mean, he beat a bunch of guys I can't guys name one other guy he beat. I don't think he beat anybody great in that run. But ah, oh, you gotta, you gotta Gambo, make me look it up.
2: Every point, Connor's won in that run. It's like he had just won the entire tournament. Like the
0: emotion after so every he point. Was Thirty-nine years old, <laughs> he entered as the wild card. He reached the semifinals before he lost to uh, uh, Courier. Was it ninety or ninety-one? It was ninety-one. There you go. Aaron Crickstein He beat Aaron Crickstein. So he beat Paul Herrouse. He lost to Courier in the semifinals. All right, so he lost but to Courier, the redhead. Yeah, he lost to Courier, who then lost to Stefan Edberg in the in the final. So the second round. That, he was beat,
2: 30, that was thirty-one years ago. I mean, right. I'm
0: telling you, that was he beat Pat McEnroe in the second round. Then in the third round he beat That's so hard to look this stuff up. Let me up. tell you something. Tennis. If
2: you if you are if you have the opportunity, YouTube Jimmy Connors highlights from the 91 US Open and what it's not about the way he won the points, it was the emotion he displayed
0: oh my after God. nearly yeah. every he was simple r- winner in a, in a match. He was ranked number 174 in the world. He was 38 years old, about to be 39 years old. Ten years past his prime, and he went on his epic run. Rousing comeback against Patrick Ma- McEnroe in the first round. Down two sets and three nothing in the third set. He came back to win. And the love affair between Connors
2: and the the New York fans was Oh, it, it was, it was just, incredible. It I mean, was it just was, talking it was, to town, man. I was there. I was there. It was... I was there. It was... It was, uh, so were, it was I was was, I was, I was, I was a producer at WGN-TV at the... I mean, it was Aaron absolutely... Aaron Crickstein. I'll never forget it. I will never forget that.
0: This old guy just making it all the way to the semifinals, and then he just kind of ran out of gas. That might so be the last, last time, the last time I cared about the... That's, About men's tennis. Men's tennis. <laughs> <sighs> Probably Sampras, Agassi. Well, I don't know the, the Federer, Nadal I know, stuff is great. The Federer and Nadal you know, stuff's been great. Boy. Serena's up five three in the tiebreak. Oh, come on, Serena! I don't even know who the other girl is, but I just I'd like to see Serena have a great run. I'm
2: just surprised you knew that EST stood for Estonia. Estonia.
0: That's very impressive, Gambo. Well, you know, I've, uh, I'm a world traveler. <laughs> yeah, okay. yeah. I'm a world traveler. <laughs> Although yesterday, I was asked to say a word to Tori Lovello that I've never heard of and uh, just kind of squeeze What in. was it
2: again? It yeah.
0: Was, hang on. I think I wrote so it Tori down. So actually, Tori actually texted me after. He goes, I meant to ask you about Insalub- insalubrious? Ins- insalubrious. What does that mean? So it's kind of an inside joke and I was asked to use a word. Um, it wasn't like, much, much of an inside joke if Tory himself. He didn't, didn't really know about it. it. Yes, he, yeah. But you know, <laughs> kind I was of fell flat. Because Tory, I guess, does this on certain things where he has certain interviews. All right, let's uh, let's let's talk a little bit about the Arizona Cardinals. So they get they go out and they get the two cornerbacks. They get Gidry and they get Mullen. How are they? Are they good? Are we set? Are they we 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 solid? Everything everything okay now in cornerback land for the Arizona Cardinals? No, to 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 be determined. To be determined, look, they've got got guys
2: that they believe are better than the guys they've released. In the last 24 to 48 hours, they've released Josh Jackson, they've released Jace Whitaker, and they've released Christian Matthew. Matthew may come back on the practice squad. They have traded for Trayvon Mullen, a seventh-round pick, could be a sixth-round pick. The Raiders clearly didn't feel a need to have him around for 2022. Many believe that the Raiders were ready to cut Trayvon Mullen. Rather than cut him, well, we'll take a we'll take a 6th or 7th round pick. Javelin Guidry was released by the Jets and the Cardinals pick him up on waiver. So clearly the Jets didn't want uh, Guidry. So, having said all that, the Cardinals got guys they feel are better than the guys they had. Are they going to be good enough? Listen, we're going to find out. They... You brought up a good point earlier. It's not like they got guys who were recent seventh or sixth round picks, who were just training cap casualties. These guys have played. Who haven't played in the league. These guys, These have, guys have at least played in the league. And in the case of Mullen, at least for two years, played pretty well. Was going to be the Vegas Raiders shutdown corner of the future. Got hurt, thirty-one fa- games played. Got hurt, fell out of favor with the new coaching staff, the new front office, and they showed him the door.
0: Yeah, they started ten games the first year, sixteen games the second year. Last year derailed a little bit by the foot and toe injuries, but a second round pick in two thousand nineteen, great pedigree, playing at Clemson. You like him? The other kid today, they got the, the Gidry kid. They got played at Utah, was a good football player there, undrafted, but he's got a, but he's got a lot of games under his belt. Right, these are guys with experience. They're not going to come in here and be deer in the headlights they played in the NFL they've gone up against good wide receivers so that I, again I understand the to be determined I think that they clearly they're better now than they than they were it's not going to be a strength of this football team it's still an area they're going to have to address next offseason and the draft and free agency to get better you just right now you're hoping that it's not you're hoping that it's not the weak link you don't want one position to derail the season because they just can't get out of their own way and they they can't can't accomplish anything so I think that's what i'm hoping for i'm hoping that it doesn't derail the season I'm hoping that they're much improved with these additions at cornerback and hopefully Antonio Hamilton is able to get back um so that way they can get things going so i, I that's what you're hoping for you're just hoping that that this unit is not the weak link that the derails the season. And they can't even overcompensate for
2: poor cornerback play with a pass rush because there's too many question marks in that regard, too. And you look at the way the season begins with Andy Reid and Patrick Mahomes, and you got Josh McDaniels and and Devontae Adams, and then you got Sean McVay, Cooper Cup, and Matthew Stafford. So not only do you have... Competent wide receivers, but you got head coaches that certainly know how to scheme their way to attack the weaknesses of opposing defenses. So the the, the Cardinals are going to be under fire and under attack in those first three games, and that's what I say. Yeah, i I say to be determined, yeah. just because you know I'm not, I'm not I'm not ready to you know anoint the cornerback room completely saved and salvaged because they they picked up a couple of guys that a couple of other teams didn't want. I mean, I'm sorry, that's just that's the reality. The situation. I hope these guys they got turn out to be players, and they 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 get their act together. And whatever kind of failed them at their previous stops, they realize their potential and they play good football here. Because an zero and three start or even a one and two start ain't the way you want to begin the 2022 campaign.
0: No, and that's what they're hoping for, that, they, that they're that they better. They went out there. Look, they made a trade and they picked up a guy off a of waiver. So they didn't just wait for everything to happen. Okay, there's 800 street free agents. Who do we like? Oh, that kid was a seventh round pick last year and he got cut. We liked him a little bit. He, we had a sixth round grade on him, and you, but he's got no experience. Exactly. They traded for a guy that's got a lot of experience. They just... Claim the guy off waivers. That's got a pretty good amount of experience. So from that aspect, you are like okay, they should be better because of that. Now again, I just hope that it's not the weak link. I hope it's not what could derail the season is that uh, that these players that they had that they've added. I hope you just hope they could come in and play, and that will. Go a long way. Now, if Antonio Hamilton's able to come back, that will be another thing that's real sure. good as well. All right, the Arizona Cardinals are going to go into that game against Kansas City. Uh, well, at least go into next week with a lot of question marks with key players. We'll give you Cliff Kingsbury's status on those players next on 98.7 FM Arizona Sports Station. 98.7 FM Arizona Sports Station.
2: Burns
0: and Gambo. All right, Serena won the first set against the number two ranked player from Estonia. Can't pronounce her last name. 7 6. She won seven. She's down 2 0 in the second set. So, US Open, Serena Williams trying to pull a. Can she pull a Jimmy Connors from 1991 at the US Open? Look at this kid she's playing. She looks like she's 12. I don't really know. I don't follow. I used to to really like women's tennis when Steffi Graf played because Steffi Graf was great. Um, But I love watching Serena. Serena is one of the best female athletes, if not the best of all time. So I would love – I'd love to see her win this thing. But more importantly, I'd like to just see her not go out early. Have a nice little run, but she's in for a tough matchup right now. I mean, she's got a tough matchup in the second round. Is an unseeded player going up against a number two seeded player? How how old is Serena? I think forty. She forty. I think 40. I know Venus. I think Venus is forty two. Yeah,
2: she yeah, Serena's forty. Forty
0: years old. She'll be forty one next month. It's an amazing career. Oh, amazing!
2: Absolutely amazing. I mean, Twenty three Grand Slams. I mean, clearly the. Well, I don't know about clearly, but the greatest women's tennis player of all time? Yeah. I mean, statistically, better. I think... Martina I th- might be better? I mean, Martina has more, uh, and Steffi, I think, have more... Ma- they've won more matches. They've won more
0: tournaments than Serena. Yeah. Who is Serena's main rival? Because Graf was that. Because Steffi Graf... No, who was Graf Serena's? was too... Was way Graf was early. Her. Because, like, Martina had Chrissy Evert. Right. And then... You know, Monica Seles. Monica Seles was gone. What she was, got
3: was before. Wasn't it got, Maria Sharapova for Serena? Yeah, wasn't it? They had like some beef while they were both going. You know, at the top of their ta- game. Her,
2: her her biggest rival besides Sharapova might actually be her sister.
0: Yeah. I think Monica Sellis was more Steffi Graf's main Yeah, rival. Sellis is, I know, Sellis. I think Monica Sellis was more Steffi Graf. Sellis was never the same after she was 3-0. Serena's down 3 nothing in the second set. She won the first set, 7-6. She's down 3 nothing. All right, let's get you the update. Cliff Kingsbury, there's some key players from the Cardinals that we don't know the status. We don't know the status of whether it'll be available for Kansas City or not. We've got some sound from Cliff Kingsbury. We're going to go through this in rapid fire. Here is Cliff Kingsbury talking about the health update, the, the update on
4: Zach Ertz. It'll be it'll It'll be close. I think he's right in line with the Golden and, and Rondell. We're hoping next week we can get something out of him early in the week and, and everything um, lines up. But hopefully that that works out.
0: All right, that's Zach Ertz. Let's do another one. Here's Cliff Kingsbury talking about J.J.
4: Watt. He's good. Yeah, he's just recovering. We're going to let him um, continue just to train throughout this week and then get him back next week. All right, that sounds pretty good. Justin Pugh,
0: the starting left guard. He has Cliff Kingsbury on Justin
4: status. Pugh, same deal. Uh, we're taking a day by day, really. i um, going to get through this week and see how he feels over the weekend, let him rest this weekend, and then come back Monday and see where, where he's at.
0: In the meantime, you get Cody Ford ready. and That's why they, were, they, they got him. They've got good depth there. It's got guard down in case Pugh can't go. Uh, but we'll get more of an update on Justin Pugh later. Marcus Golden. Here's what Cliff
4: said about Marcus. Pretty much on the same schedule as Rondell is. We're hoping early in the week next week we can get something out of him and just progress him up until game time. But um, it'll be close, I think.
0: He didn't say what he didn't say was well. It depends if they give him more money, he'll be here tomorrow. If they don't, then I just don't know what to tell you. We're gonna tape his toe up with a bunch of hundred dollar bills, exactly, <laughs> or one big fat check. Yeah, we're gonna give him a nice big check. We're actually Venmoing Venmoing him <laughs> some money now, and if it if it gets th- cleared by tomorrow,
4: he'll be here. And then
0: here's the last one. Here's Cliff on Rondale Moore.
4: He's still day to day. We're hoping that we can get something out of him early in the week next week, but we'll, we'll see how he feels.
0: Uh, that's the update. Would would Venus be one of Serena's William Serena Williams' top rivals? I, I would. They played each other a bunch of times. I would think so. Venus yeah. actually won quite a few oh, against. Yeah. Them. I mean, like maybe it, Venus. I mean, Shar-
2: Sharapova was is a good answer. Was that was that Mitch that threw that out there? That's that would be one, and then, yeah, I mean, Venus probably. I mean, she really had no peer,
0: right? I guess Venus might be and Sharapova would be the two. Sharapova and Venus closest. I would think so. Yeah, I would think Maria Sharapova and, and Venus. So, yeah, I'm just keeping my eye on that thing. So, there's the update from those players. Now, right, wait, here you go. All right, I, j-
2: I just Googled it, and so it's, this is not my memory. Okay. Only five players have beaten Williams more than four times. Well, Sir Sharapova's one. Um, Venus, no, Venus definitely. No, Venus has beaten her the most. Okay, so there, that answers that. She's 11-14 and 14 against her. You know who's beaten her the second most? How about this name from the past, Jennifer
0: Capriati? Capriati, Jennifer Capriati, Jennifer wow.
2: Capriati. Yeah, and then Martina Hingis. That is a name from the past. Has been her six times. Justine Henin six times. And
0: uh, Hingis oh. is the one who got stabbed, right? No, that's that Hingis. No, that's Celis. That was Celis. Celis got, got stabbed. Monica Celis. Okay. Yes. So th- I mean, right. so listen. I
2: mean, and, and nobody, nobody has a winning record. Um and 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 Venus has beaten her eleven times. You love I get it a little sentimental.
0: Just love, just watching her. God, I hope. She, I really do hope she. I hope she wins. Did I just hope she wins. Did you see the movie King Richard? I did. I did. It was actually. It was good. It was good. It, it was put, good because they didn't go into like the whole career. They kind of went into how they got from point A to point B. Uh, uh, how they got from you know two kids that nobody didn't want to give a chance to to okay here they are there. Here's the start of her, their career. I was working in Miami
2: when they had their coming out party, and they played each other. I think it was Lipton, and I got to be honest. At the time, the, the the old man looked like a little bit of a kook. Uh, he may he may have been. Maybe he was. Maybe, but but, yeah. the, but watching, I'm sure he's listening. Watching I mean. that that movie, yeah, had a newfound respect for Richard Williams and what he did for those those girls. And obviously, Will Smith won the Academy Award. Right after, he-
0: <laughs> yeah, because think about the path and how hard it was to take these two African American girls From in Compton. the sport of tennis and try to like tell people that hey, they're really, really good. Give them a chance, and nobody wanted to give them a chance. And he learned to coach tennis by watching tapes. Right, I
2: mean, it's, just, it's 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 amazing, you know. And he he literally actually gave birth to them just so they could be tennis stars. <laughs> you saw a big check being presented to some tennis champion. And said, did they even make that much money for winning tennis tournaments? And he said, Told his wife, we've got to have a couple girls.
0: We've got to have a couple girls? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> listen, that's the way it went down. No. Did he really have them so they could be tennis yes. players? Yes. Wow. Yes. There are sellers, and there are some overbearing parents we've seen over the years, right, where it didn't work out. The Todd, Todd Marinovich. There's been quite a few of right. those. Right, Robo, RoboQB. Whatever. It, this, this has worked out for the Williams sisters. So, U.S. Open right now. She won the first set 7-6. She's down in the second set three nothing. So we'll see. It would be nice to see her go on a little bit of a roll and keep that thing going. All right, so here's that's the Cardinals health update. Zach Ertz. The thing about this is I think if Ertz is not able to go, you've got McBride. If Pugh's not able to go, you got Cody Ford. If Rondale's not able to go, you got Andy Isabella. I would worry a little bit about the pass rush with Marcus Golden, with J.J. Watt, you know, up front the that that I Because that's not a great area of depth for them. That's not a big area. You're counting on a lot of young players in Demukeji and Thomas and Sanders. So if Marcus Golden and J.J. Watt are not able to go, and we don't know that, but if those guys are hampered a little bit, that's the area that I would be concerned about. More than tight end, more than offensive line, and more than wide receiver. They wouldn't dare go into that week one
2: game without Marcus Golden. I mean, if he if he if he's really holding in, and it's not an injury issue, I mean, they wouldn't dare dig their heels in on that, and open up against Patrick Mahomes and Andy Reid and the Chiefs without Marcus Golden. No, nope. I, I mean, because he's, he, he's not. He, I mean, I don't think he would take that much more money to get him on the field. Anyway, that's just something to think about. I, I mean, I, boy, I'd, I'd be hard pressed to believe. Assuming he's okay. But again like you know this guy hasn't been on the field I think August first is the last time he practiced.
0: Yeah, and he's talking about you know he's tweeting he'll be fine. He's a veteran. You get him a few days of practice, he'll be ready to go. Got to stamp. He for doesn't something. need preseason games or anything. Marcus Golden has been in this league for a no, long time. Junkyard dog. He's ready to go. If he's if he can play, he's he's gonna play. All right. No Corbin Carroll in the lineup tonight. No Alec Thomas in the lineup. What I'm hearing is a little bit more of an analytical that the matchups maybe favored some other areas to go, and you know so they want to make sure that they put these guys in, uh, especially Corbin Carroll, in some favorable matchups early but neither one of those guys are in the lineup tonight. Not Corbin Carroll, not Alec Thomas. And again they do, they have an analytics department they go over, they look at matchups and felt like this may be a good day to give those guys a day off. We got the D-backs and the Phillies coming up. We'll get you ready for some D-back baseball next right here on 98.7 FM Arizona Sports Station. The home of Arizona Diamondbacks baseball is 98.7 FM,
2: Arizona's sports station. We're checking in on the D-backs as they warm up for the game's first pitch. D-backs on deck. Brought to you by 72 Sold. Get thousands more on your home with no inconvenience. Visit 72sold.com. And by Sonic. This is how we Sonic. Stop by your nearest location today for the
0: Sonic Chop House Cheeseburger. For a limited time, only at Sonic. I right, memo to all you uh, sports parents out there. Make sure you take your kids' bags out of your car if your uh, your spouse is driving the next day. Just so you know, I oh, got that. Yeah, just so you know, just a, a very important message to sports parents because I got that message from uh, I got that message from my wife. Did you take Hugh's bag out of your car? Because I was at practice last night. I'm like, um, yeah, no, I didn't take it. Okay. You should have fired back. I'm Even going to if- have to come get it after I drop him off at his workout. Let yeah. me know where your car's parked. You can unlock it from the phone when I get there. You should have fired back. It's Q's bag. It's his responsibility mm. to get it out of the car before I go to work. <laughs> I actually told him that I would take it out last night. Oh, I actually that's said, like, I'll take it out. I'll take, and I don't know. For some reason, I did like that's five right. other things. I drove all the way to Flagstaff. This is great. This is great. Your son's my, my fencing son's equipment. A, my
2: son's a fencer. He had a big tournament on late Saturday morning. By I don't da- know anybody
0: that's a fencer. My
2: daughter had a soccer tournament in Flagstaff. And we you left. were
0: there with the fencing equipment. We
2: left on Friday, got up to Flagstaff. My wife calls me and says. You have the fencing equipment? You have the fencing equipment? Yes, I do. Yes,
0: I do. (laughs) Damn it. Dumb parents right here. These two. Right here. Dumb parents. And, of course, I said, you know, it's his responsibility oh, to yeah, get the yeah, yeah. fancy equipment exactly. out of
2: the trunk of my car.
0: Blame it on him. We had Jake McCarthy <laughs> on the show a little bit earlier today. Terrific interview. That'll be up on ArizonaSports.com. Love him. Diamondbacks, it. young outfielder. Good so kid. much energy. Great kid. So exciting uh, to have him. Now, he is in the lineup today. No Corbin Carroll in the lineup. No Alec Thomas. The analytics against Bailey Falter uh, led them to, uh, to go in a different direction. So those two guys will not play. But we've got to get you ready for D-backs baseball. So we'll turn it over to to Mitch, who's going to bring all the energy right now to lead this. Because I, as I've said this before, Bernsie runs the show. I let him drive. When it comes to stuff like this, I don't like there's too much involved to run this. So I need somebody else to do it.
3: And that's why I'm here,
0: right? That's why you're here. You're here, yeah. That's what I'm here. You know what I was going to do? I was actually
3: going to play some of the McCarthy cuts because, you know, we wanted to bring some extra what, what life, some you, excitement what, to what, tonight's game. What was your favorite McCarthy cut? Um, What was my favorite what McCarthy was your favorite? cut? Because
0: he was a good interview. I was McCarthyisms, if you will.
3: <laughs> I liked how he was very <laughs> accepting of what his role could be down this stretch, the way Tim asked it.
1: Fortunately, that's, uh, you know, that's not up to me. But, uh, you know, you said it best. I'll play wherever uh, <laughs> I know. I, I know. played a bunch of Left and center in, in college, I played right, a lot of right in pro ball, so I'm uh, I'm comfortable just you know just about everywhere. But uh, you know it's exciting being part of such a competitive environment. All these guys around me, I've been blessed to you know come up through the system with a lot of these guys, and I think I'm better you know for having played with them. So okay. you know I'm looking forward to it. Hopefully this September has a lot of winning involved. But you know that's that's all I got for you.
3: Also with the news that their manager Tori Lovello has his option picked up for next year, you Gambo asked him what Tori has meant to him.
1: When I got called up last year, he called me. To the office and he said, "Hey man, you know you're a part of this team and you just just be yourself. That, that's all we ask. of you you know don't, you're not a rookie. You're not you know. Like a, there's no you know necessarily like a hierarchy or anything. He said he wanted me to be comfortable and he wanted me to just you know do my best and, and help this team win. So uh, you know hearing that from from the skipper, you know, and I'm, I probably can speak for all the young guys in our in our clubhouse. You know it's, it's a comfortable environment here and we just want to help this team win.
0: There you go, comfortable environment. Tori Lovello's created that. One of the things about giving him by picking up his op. They wanted to see how he would embrace the youth movement and the young players. And the Diamondbacks brass was satisfied with the way he incorporated those guys in and gave them the, you know, the freedom and the ability to play and how he's using them. So that's why they decided to pick up that option for next year on Torrey Lavello. All right, let's. Uh, we've got a game today. Yes, we've got to get you ready for that game. So, Mitch, take it away. All right, let's get you ready for tonight's All game. Right. And we'll
3: start with the men on the mound. The pitching matchup is brought to you by Native Interiors. Your floors, your way. Text floors to six twenty six twenty for more info. Bailey Falter and Tommy Henry, a couple of lefties on the bump tonight for each team. Falter of the Phillies has a two and three record, a four four one ERA, and forty six strikeouts in the few games that he has scene play Tommy Henry the young lefty for the Snakes 3 and 2 record a 3 2 5 ERA 19 Ks had that awesome seven-inning outing his first game back at Chase Field in his career. Looking for another great start out of Tommy tonight yeah. following up Zach Gallon.
0: Yeah, Falter's making his 10th start, 14th appearance overall. They've won his last three times out, all quality starts. He has allowed more than three runs and only two starts this season. He's allowed more than three runs just once, so he gives him a good chance to win. Again, I think this is the reason. That matchup with Bailey Falter on the mound, I think that's why you're seeing no Corbin Carroll and no Ad- Alec Thomas in the lineup tonight just because the analytics kind of favored Falter a little bit there. Henry, like what I've seen out of him so far. This is his sixth start. I'd love to see this kid, you know, be a be a big rotation p- for that piece for them going forward. He's allowed only one earned run in three of his five starts this season. Doesn't pitch too deep into the games, but he's been pretty good for about five or six innings in most of those starts. Yeah, he's three and one in his last four starts. Mitchie Mitch. He's hanging in there well. He's
3: proven himself as worthy wise. Let's take a look at these standings because we do have some advancement by the D backs by no fault of their own. The standings are driven by trucks only, the Valley's number one independent dealer and home of the lifetime engine warranty. Gents, during the show today, the Giants lost to the Padres, and you know what that means. The Diamondbacks are in third place all
0: by themselves. By a half game. All by themselves. All in by third themselves. Place, they have overtaken the San Francisco Giants. They have that literal nice. half game, 61 and 67, coming into you tonight. Know, you look for little victories. Hey, listen. You know, when you're the You look for little Hey, listen. Can they, can, can they finish in 500? Gamble, right, right, I'm, I'm glad you asked.
2: For the Diamondbacks to finish over 500, they have 34 games remaining.
0: 34 games I remaining. I just want them to finish at 500. Okay, what but that
2: just, Well, don't make me redo the math, okay? Because so I, I figured <laughs> it out this way. 34 okay. games remain huh? to finish over 500, 82 and 80. They need to finish 21 and 13. Now, the way they're playing, that sounds doable. But keep in mind, 24 of their last 33 are against the Padres, Dodgers, Brewers,
0: and Astros. Padres don't have any pitchers. The Dodgers don't have any pitchers anymore. All right. So, twenty-one and so 20 and 14 gets you to 500. If I do math on the fly, then. I'll take that. Yes. Again, little victories. Find little victories right now for the end of the season. Give you some momentum going into next year.
3: And maybe it doesn't set them up for a playoff spot because looking at the rest of the wild card standings, Diamondbacks are currently. Seven and a half games behind the next closest team—that's the Milwaukee Brewers—but they're ten out of that final spot altogether. Actually, with the two wins over the Phillies the last couple of days, Philly and San Diego are now tied for the fifth and sixth spots in the wild card standings.
2: What, if they, that, what if they sweep the Brewers? What if they win tonight and sweep the Brewers? And then you got the Padres then, right then, after that. Then are we sitting? Are we sitting here next week going, hold on,
0: folks? Look, we're sitting here talking about them sweeping the Brewers. They just swept the White Sox. Maybe they'll sweep the. Sweep the yeah. Phillies. Sweep the Brewers. What's up with them sweeping the Brewers? Three
3: wildcard wow.
2: teams now, kids. Three, All you need three. is a
3: really good hot streak, and next thing you know, you're the Atlanta Braves in the World Series, or you're the Washington Nationals in the World Series, if you want to go that far. But right now, Atlanta has the top wildcard spot. They are seven games ahead of the next closest teams. On the American League side, Tampa Bay still holds a half game over Seattle, who holds a half game over Toronto. Baltimore now three games out of a spot. Last I checked, they have a 4 nothing lead over Cleveland in the top of the ninth, so maybe they can lock up another win tonight, get a little bit closer to that final wild card spot. Let's take a look down on the farm, brought to you by Redbird Farms. You cannot put a price on great taste. Anybody at the hop tonight? They are at the, hop, at the hop We'll start with Hillsboro, the high a affiliate, uh, <laughs> hosting this Tri-City Dust Devils again tonight. One day, you have
0: to play that song while you're doing this. Okay. I'll find, tomorrow. I'll find a way to weave that in. Maybe his my got to play that song in the background as you do in the farm report. How about your
3: favorite team, the Amarillo Sod Poodles? They're in action right now hosting the Frisco Rough Riders. An 8-7 lead in the top of the seventh. Maybe they can hold on and get Let's a victory tonight. Poodles. The Reno Aces are back at home hosting their, their uh, cross-state rival, the Las Vegas Aviators. And then the Visalia Rawhide are on the road taking on the Lake Elsinore Storm. All right. There is one. One thing left to get to today, the keys to tonight's game.
4: Listen, man, I need you to
2: be the key master. I am the key master. Yay! Hey. keys to the game, presented by Mist America, home of the patented Mist 360 outdoor cooling system. Visit MistAmerica.com today for a cooler
0: tomorrow. Listen, I'm going to go with Cattell uh, with Marte here. He's been as cold as ice as a foreigner song if you remember that one cold as ice last 7 games he's batting 161 last 15 games 190 last 30 games 197 thanks for the assist to the Arizona Dimeback stats and info page on Twitter but Ketel uh, Marte really not swinging the bat at all well last 30 games again 197 last 7 games 161 time to get Ketel Marte going and get involved with this youth movement is taking over but let's get cartel Cattell going is he willing to sacrifice. Bunt. We'll, we'll find out. All right, that's going to do it for tonight's show. Goodbye, man. Max and Phillies coming up next, right here on 98.7 FM, Arizona Sports Station. Have a great night, everyone. you. You're still here? It's over.
2: Go home. Go.